0: Me if he ain't grabbing a coat. We to the for an hour, bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up, cause he didn't sober the brandy comedy on your social media fees. And bring it tassive is your eggs, drinking buddy. Brand and tassive is your eggs, drinking buddy. Bring it tassive, it's your eggs,
1: drinking buddy. like buddy. What's up everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brunin Tassive is your ex drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the show, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. I love to party, drink, do drugs, get in trouble, and then I'd hang out with friends and reminisce about those stories. I'm sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do, hang out with friends, talk shop, reminisce about old crazy stories, and that's the premise of this podcast. Normally, I will be joined by a guest. This week is no different. Joined by recurring guest, house favorite, the one the only the gummy bear gangster bravo five mr marcus crespo (sighs) (laughs) what's up buddy not much man just uh
0: just just doing things man just uh traveling dude a lot of fucking traveling lately
1: for for sure we're gonna get into it uh so for those of you who don't know marcus he is one of my best friends um based out of jacksonville super funny comedian um Go back and listen to his other episodes. I believe this is your fourth appearance on the show. Three episodes. This will be your third episode. And then we did one bonus together. But because you are my comedy mentor and like I said, one of my best friends, I wanted to. We were talking about this uh, via text the other day about because you perform constantly and you always have no matter what. And I moved to New York City and we kind of talked about that on the bonus. But we haven't spoken, especially on the podcast, since I kind of gotten here. So I wanted yeah. to uh, just the, the irony of the whole situation, moving to New York City to pursue comedy, and I'm not performing nearly as much as I thought I would be or as I would be had I stayed in Florida because obviously I open for you a lot and you've been traveling like crazy. So just in the last couple of weeks, how many different states have you been to? Like, what have you been up to?
0: Uh, in, in The last couple of weeks, I've been to... Three different states, but I've been to a bunch of different cities within a state. So I did a whole week long run in Atlanta.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking about.
0: Uh, I did. I did Savannah recently. I did. uh, I did North Carolina, um, Tallahassee. Uh, I did a uh, I guess part of a festival, the Sing Out Loud Festival. I did a show with a couple like a buck and Blaylock and fucking Christina did her first actual set in over a year.
1: That's awesome. Everything went great.
0: Yeah, man, that, that show that that was a good show. That was a good show. That was a good show. Also, it was like one of Ye's yeah last shows before he moved.
1: Where's he moving to?
0: Uh, I'm not sure because I thought he was moving to like western Florida, like southwestern Florida, like Tampa, St. Pete type area. But I'm hearing he may be moving up to New York. Well, yeah.
1: Well, so yeah, let's I, not I, let's I, not dox his entire move.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's he's definitely relocating. Let, let, let's put it, Leave at, it that. at
1: that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: He's relocating. I am unsure ex- at the at this moment exactly where, but yeah. So I've been doing a lot of shows with a lot of friends, traveling with all kinds of different people, um, and uh, just and then and just just hitting the mics and like the mics now like people are coming back out like. Yeah, more than more than before. Like, I think a lot of people are are over the Delta variant, either fear or are are not sick. I don't know what the case is, but like even some of the mics feel like shows again. It's weird. It's 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 weird, but fun.
1: Yeah. So that's the thing I definitely wanted to talk about, especially with you, because when I first moved up here, I was like, oh, I'm just going to hit a bunch of open mics. And in Florida, for those of you listening, and I don't I'm sure it's like this in a lot of places with smaller scenes but the mics are like actual shows. Like people come out. We have regulars at CBD cafe and rain dogs and all sorts of stuff in Jacksonville where people who aren't comics come just to watch the show because they know it's a thing. So that's not what happens in New York. So in New York, because there are so many comedy clubs with like actual like paid regulars and comedians and stuff, nobody but comics go to the open mics and like some of the worst open mics that we've had in Florida are when it's just like seven comics and no one's really paying attention and it it kind of fizzles out and you're like, man, that was kind of a fucking waste. That's every open mic I've been to so far in New York are like the Uh, worst kinds of open mics in Florida, because that's the thing. is like you have to get the reps and you have to go out and talk into a microphone or else you don't know if it's good or not. But at the same time, it's like nobody's lit like what what am i i could do this in my mirror at home like what is happening
0: it, it feels like it you know it almost like some rooms i call them uh uh like comedy comedy gyms or comedy you know that type of thing yeah. where it's like it's it's that what you describe but it's somehow fun
1: yeah it and, still can be fun because you just stick around there's no stakes
0: yeah like 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 uh there's of you never been, you never been to Vussois. No, like, you, you, move, you you before they got real started. Um, that's kind of that room. Uh, We've, it's, 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 it's low. It's like uh low stakes, but I mean, but high reward, like you could just go up there. And, like uh, I've been going up there. I've been, cause I, I, I record with Dan on Tuesdays. Okay. And so they do it on Tuesdays. So I've been showing up late and, uh, Scott will just let me go like close out the mic and I'm doing like 20 minute sets at a fucking mic. <laughs>
1: that sounds like fun. Cause you can just dick around. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm just I'm just digging around. I'm just like I'm working on new jokes and concepts and like and, and jokes that wouldn't fly to other rooms, like work there. Like I had this I had I had a bit about how we should race pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> like like do you know the, like the dog tracks? Like yeah, we got rid of the dog tracks, so we just race pedophiles and like Instead of the little bunny, it would be, like, one of those, like, um, scared straight kids covered in fucking oil, you know, like, it's a a terrible concept, but it's, like, I could work on that type of shit there because they will appreciate it, and then I could see if there's any merit to any of those type of concepts at that type of room, you know, that could translate to, like, a, a paid show or a room, you know, like a mic where, like, that type of stuff wouldn't normally fly, you know, so, yeah,
1: definitely. Well I, well, I almost forgot. You mentioned the uh, recording with Dan. Plug everything now uh, before we get too far yeah. into it. And then we'll plug it again at the end. But plug your podcast, everything you got going on. This will okay, come out yeah, today. Um, so,
0: OK, uh, I'm, uh, my podcast is Philosophy with me and Dan Vinci. Uh, I'm doing uh, shows in uh, Orlando tonight. I'm at, uh, I can't remember the name of the movie theater. was last minute show Uh, um also i book a room at uh bistro 206 in st augustine florida i'm doing a show there this sunday with Christoph Jean and chris buck
1: oh wow that's a heavy hitter lineup
0: yeah hope yeah on paper it's a dope ass lineup but like some of the the crowds uh, unfortunately have been um they're not appreciative of of things like that you know quality comedy well so that's puppets or
1: it's interesting you bring that up so what you were saying about like being able to try stuff in voossoir so that's what i've one thing i have noticed about new york is so i've been hanging out a lot at different clubs and stuff and i talked about it on the solo show last week uh meeting bill burr and all that kind of crazy jazz um because that's what a lot of the other comics told me they were like you know the open mics are good like if you want to get reps but if you want to get booked, you're better off hanging out and just not being a douchebag, like being cool with other comics. And then eventually yeah. they'll start to ask you, like, hey, do you, I booked this show. Do you want to be on it? So I've been doing a lot of that. And I in doing that. I've talked to a few uh, comedians like that are paid regulars at, at some of the bigger clubs. And I brought up the whole concept, which is something you and I have talked about before of how my comedy doesn't really translate so much to like clubby comedy. Like it's it's more stories. It's a lot darker. It can be kind of sad. Sometimes I try to make it fun. But if you're not in on the joke, then you just think it's like a sad story. And it turns into a TED talk. But when I brought that up to some of the bigger comics, they were like, oh, no, that's perfect for New York. Like New York crowds love that kind of stuff, which was cool for me because you and I have been at shows before where it's turned into a disaster when I've gone up. And I've I've told you about those kind of shows because, like you're saying, you get into a crowd like at Bistro 206. Sometimes it's well adjusted. You know they're older. They're you know they've got money. They don't really have any real problems. And then you get up there and start talking about you know your attempted suicide, my attempted suicide when I was 17, and everyone's like, "This isn't yeah. funny." And it's like, "No, no, no, it is funny because I'm still here, and it's a joke I make." And but yeah, that's one thing that is kind of beneficial uh, to being in New York, where I guess. When it comes to the art of storytelling and stuff like that, they're a lot more receptive because I told you about that show I did at Broken Strings with Kristoff, speaking of, and uh, um, Jake, Ricka, and Jake went up and murdered. And then I went up right after him, like number 15, and just bombed because all I did was tell like dark (laughs) stories and people were not having it, especially like college kids at UCF were not having it. So that's cool that at Vussoir, you can kind of get yeah. away with that stuff.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and like uh, you know, you know how CBD is CBD. You yeah. can do that. Um, what is it? Uh,
1: rain Dogs definitely I mean, was my home yeah, away from home.
0: Yeah, definitely Rain Dogs. Rain Rain Dogs is Rain Dogs. If you don't do that type of stuff, you have a hard
1: time. Yeah, that's the thing is, and I'll never forget we were there with the comic. It was their first time going up, and they did a lot of their kind of like club material. And I was just watching it and part of me like had a big smile on my face because I was like, wrong room.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is just. So, hey, guys, you like baked beans? Get the yeah. fuck off the stage. You
1: Who know? <laughs> here's Mary? Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about my old ball and chain. Wrong room.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so that's the I mean, but that's that's always been the beauty of Florida is there's all those rooms all the time. So you can, if you travel and, and perform, if, you, if you're going to live in a state like Florida that has those type of rooms, has the fun ones, but the, also the not fun ones, and you don't utilize that tool, traveling, traveling within Florida, then I, don't, I, don't, I, I think you're wasting your opportunity. It'd be yeah. like if you go to New York and you don't go, you know, sharpen your skills at the mics, but then go to the clubs to mingle, then I think you're wasting an opportunity so yeah. you're not wasting your opportunity it's yeah. just like it's things are not moving as quickly i think as, as you yeah hope. that's yeah yeah but you're not wasting your opportunities and that's that's the most important part is like i know you 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 move at it you move at a new york pace
1: yeah for sure and so
0: when things don't move at a new york pace for you i think sometimes you get, you get a little bit frustrated it's understood you know because like you, you you like especially with everything that happened last year now you're fucking there and yeah. you're like, Fucking yes, I made the move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, you had some a little more time, a little patience, a little razzle dazzle. I think things are going to go, things are going to start looking up for you. It's just at this particular n- uh, moment, things are moving at a, a turtle's pace, and you're the hair. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And that's, that's actually one of the things that's been um, kind of, like you said, frustrating is the perfect word for it. Cause, I'll go yeah. to shows sometimes. Cause like whenever I go to a, a bigger club, if I'm not there with another like comic, I'll go watch the show. Cause that that's something that interests me is actually watching the comedy. And sometimes I'm watching it like I would murder this crowd. And the person I'm watching is like bombing. And it's like, yeah, maybe they're yeah. trying new stuff. Maybe they're doing stuff that's not so worked out. Maybe this isn't their kind of crowd tonight. But at the same time, I'm just like, it's frustrating because I'm like, I've been doing this a long time, you know, even though I took a the, the few years off because of my addiction. But it's like still like I could do this room and it's it doesn't matter. It doesn't you could be the best comic in the world if you don't meet people and like go out and try to make it work. Nobody's ever going to know who you are yeah. because there's so many exactly. best comics from wherever they're from.
0: It's all about being seen. I, I tell you. It's so weird because of COVID and, and the fact that a lot of the uh, veteran comics, and, and specifically in Jacksonville, but in a lot of areas in Florida, were slow to get back into doing do a comedy. I was thrust into a weird Papa Bear role. So yeah. it, 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 it still continues. Even though a lot of those veteran guys are back, I, I'm now still Papa Bear to a lot of these guys. And so the, a lot of them are hitting me up. They hit me up with, like, advice and stuff. And uh, or they'll see other comics getting on a bunch of stuff, and they questioned it. And I was like, "You could quit That's a natural thing. It's a curiosity, you, you know." Yeah. But I, I'm like, the thing that the the underlying fact, whether or not you like this person's ability or you agree that they should or shouldn't be on shows, uh, you got the the one thing that that's different from those comics getting on shows versus this person that's asking is visibility. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's you, huge. Are you being, yeah. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty much what you're, you're utilizing and you're aware of. Right, is If you're not seeing, like, com- the stand-up comedy is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately industry.
1: Yeah, that's why I love Doesn't it. It reminds what, me so cool, much of sports.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're like, cool, you won the world championship last year, but you're fucking 0-12 this year, bro, dude. You're yeah. not even making the playoffs. You know, so, like, it's, it's very much that way. Uh, it's not a team sport. I mean, it's, it's fun when you get along with your peers, but a lot of times it's, you gotta, it's for, especially for like sociable people, like, like myself, like, I gotta remember it's not a team sport. I mean, it's good to yeah. help people along the way, but if I help too many people, I'm not helping myself.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's something that I've also noticed is it's, it's awesome. It's like, uh, any kind of thing that's a, like a solo sport, like golf or tennis or weightlifting. It's like, yeah, technically you're a part of a team like atmosphere, or like racing, but it's like you're competing yeah. by yourself. So I'll always, you know, consider myself as a part of like a team as far as like my friends in comedy. Like, so if you yeah. got something or Buck or, you know, get Morgan and uh, like that's I'm always like, awesome, that's great. Or, Christi- you know, Christina, Brian, anybody who's been on the show before, like a friend, I'm always excited for yeah. them. But at the same time, Just because you guys get something doesn't translate to now I'm I'm moving forward, which is kind of full circle exactly what we're talking about. So I moved to New York and it's like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm making the move. Well, you guys you guys aren't here with me. So it's like one of those things where it's like it doesn't matter what happens to me. We're still in a way disconnected from each other, even though we're friends and we're close. We're still disconnected as far as our accomplishments, which goes back to what we were saying earlier. You're touring all over like crazy and i used to open for you and i used to tour with you all the time so it's one of those things where it's like wow had i never left florida had i never left jacksonville i probably would have gone on the run to georgia with you i probably would have been doing the shows in atlanta and austin and all that kind of stuff so it's like weird to think about like the sliding doors aspect where I would have been on stage a lot more. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten to meet yeah. Bill Burr and Hannah Burner and you know all these crazy Matt Folstron, hang out with him, like all these crazy comics up here that are you know have all these credits, yeah. but at the same time, I would have been performing a lot more. So it's almost like a give and take. It's like, well, what's worth more to yeah. you in the moment?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously in the moment, you want you want to you obviously want to get on those stages and and, yeah. and you know get the spots and stuff like that. I mean, but now now the opportunity that you are, are presented is um, basically to forge, like, you know, a, a chapter that is uh, uh, unassociated to me, unassociated to anybody here, you know, I and mean? so yeah. like you could, I mean, you have the ability to build your own, your own, not chapter, but your own, your own book, write your own book, you know, what I mean. Um, yeah and that's true it's 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 a weird thing because yeah no go ahead it does it does feel like a step back sometimes yeah it's it it probably feels like a step back and honestly that's probably one of my fears when like when i was thinking about moving uh to another place was i didn't want it i didn't want to feel like i was taking a step back in my progression as a comedian you know uh i don't know i don't know if that's how how you feel or whatever or uh, no it is yeah it
1: it's a hundred percent how I feel because it's uh, it's one of those things. And I've told this to other comics where like I've met people who have won like funniest in Atlanta, like three or four times in a row, have won like all sorts of comedy competitions where they're from. And then like if we're outside talking, smoking a cigarette, I was yeah, like I was important in Jacksonville. Like if people booked a show like a bigger show, like I was one of the maybe first five, if not five, one of the first 10 names that was thought of. And then I get up here and it's like, nobody gives a fuck about any of that. And it's like and it feels like I took a huge step back when it comes to comedy. But then I'll go to shows and I'll see other comics performing and I go, no, I still got it. Like, I just need to be patient, bide my time. And then once I get up there, I'll be fine. And this is a credit to you. And it's not, none of your stuff, but I have found that being outside Florida when you mention you just moved there from Florida, you get a lot of that, like, ugh, like you in your bit, <laughs> you say like you just farted in an elevator and the doors closed. Like, so yeah. I have, I have been working that into my set. Not again, not, I'm not pulling from anything that you've done or some of the other comics you talk about it have done, no. but I, I have bits about being crazy. And so it's, it's fun now to kind of tie that into being from Florida because in Florida, I just talk I just say the bit, but now I just tell the story. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, if I preface it with like, yeah, I'm from Florida and then go into the story, the reaction is is a lot better because everyone's like, oh, yeah, Florida, man, he's crazy. So it's been it's been. Yeah, fun. I mean, it,
0: yeah all, all, all that it is, is just you adapting. You're just reading the room. You're reading the room. It's a different room now. Yeah, it, it's a different crowd that you're, you're accustomed to. So you just do it a pro move by reading the room and adjusting accordingly to your set. That's all, you know, and it's been it's been
1: really Uh, weird, too, because I've been writing a lot more as far as like I've always writing. But like the stuff I'm writing now and this used to frustrate me when comics would move to a different city and then come back to perform it like a homecoming show. And then all their material was about the city they moved to. And it's like, that's not that doesn't like in my head. I'm like, that's. That's not the right move. Like, you don't want to talk about the city that you're living in in a different city because we don't get the joke. We're not in on the joke. But I found myself writing so much stuff and it's all New York centric, which is a good thing because I'm writing. But at the same time, I'm like, fuck, like, I can't take this outside of the city because I'm I'd be a hypocrite. I'm the one who's always saying, like, don't fucking do that. And then if I left the yeah. city and did New York stuff, people would be like, dude, this is like Wisconsin. We don't give a shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean it, it depends on the context of where you're performing at. Like if you do a homecoming show in, in Jacks, I mean we're like, all right, you're in New York. We want to hear about it. Like,
1: yeah, that's true. so I mean,
0: Yeah, so I mean it's just I mean, one thing is you you're, you're going to find out that like um certain ideals and and certain things you thought about comedy or joke structures and writing and everything, you you some things you find out you're completely right on. Sometimes you find you're just like, oh, I was just being a uh, a fucking purist, yeah and and you know, it, so it's, it's like so there's nothing the thing is like there's nothing wrong with talking about being in a new city they moved into the The problem is when comics all the comics start writing about the same material of being in a city that you moved to, and where they make it hack instead yeah. of just you talking about your experience of being in a new city, it's like, oh, God, he's doing a metro car joke. Yay. You know, about the subway system. Yeah. You know. Oh, all cool. He saw a giant rat. Yay. Yeah. Oh, we God. all see giant
1: rats. I've actually yeah. now I'm up to two mice. I have successfully humanely removed two mice from the apartment. Oh, Very nice. proud of myself. Hell yeah, dude. It's one of those things, though, like living up here is kind of the weird thing about it is it's and there's a very funny comic up here who has a whole bit about it, but it's like, you have to compromise with yourself constantly that like you always have yeah. to talk yourself into. No, this was the right decision because there are little things that go wrong all the time. Like we lost all of our stuff that we had in storage to the Ida hurricane. you know, we have a leak in our bathroom. Like there's just little things that happen and it's just like, Oh, I guess this is just our, our life now. And in Florida, the one crazy thing was, People wanted so badly for you to live in their apartment complexes or rent their house or whatever. So if something went wrong and you put in like a a work notice, like that would have it fixed within a week. In my experience, all the places I live in New York, nobody fucking cares. Like, especially (laughs) if the superintendent doesn't live in the building, good luck, good luck trying to get a hold of them, trying to like, I have to like try it when he's outside, like, doing the trash stuff, I have to try and make it look like, oh, I just went down to smoke a cigarette and happened to run into him. No, no, no. I'm waiting for him to go outside and do the trash stuff to show up at the building so I could go out there and be like, hey, man, uh, did you ever get this looked at or are you going to come fix this or what's going on? And it's so weird because it's just like, yeah, but I'm in New York. I'm in New York. I'm in New York. And then, like I said, you'll have a night where you go to the stand, and all of a sudden, you get to meet Bill Burr, and it's like, okay, it's everything that's bad that's ever happened's been yeah. worth it because that's that's what I wanted. Speaking yeah.
0: of, yeah, I mean, and there, oh, good.
1: No, no, no. What were you going to say? Finish your statement.
0: Oh no, I, I, I was I was supposed to make a joke. Like, wow, it sounds like the even the uh, too cool for school thing is like translated into like the superintendents were just like, you know, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, literally someone
1: was like, yeah, they'll. I mean, they'll fix it. You might have to take them to tenant court and like sue your apartment complex or your, like the building property managers, but they'll fix it. And I'm like, I don't want to have to go through all that for them. Like, just come and fix it or just give me the green light and I'll fucking <laughs> fix it. Like, I don't want to have to go through all that, but I did want to talk to you. <laughs> There's a video circulating on the interwebs right now of Bravo five um, doing Bravo five things. oh
0: shit yeah okay i was like wait
1: what what (laughs) no 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 this is um so for those of you (laughs) who are new to the show please go back and listen to marcus's other episodes especially we did an episode around the holidays where marcus crespo was on talking about his security card days and some of the violence that came with that and and as long as i've known you like things have gotten heated a couple times with other people but i've never seen you actually have to go into bravo five mode and then i don't know if it was after a show I'll, let, I'll set it up and then i'll let you tell the whole story but oh, okay there was a yeah. video posted by chris buck friend of the show uh one of my uh good friends from back home very well respected uh florida comic he posted a video of you just taking this dude out so set that up what happened let's get into that story
0: okay I mean, the, the, the thing about – I mean, you can you, you prob- you probably see stuff like this in New York, and Florida is Florida. Uh, you, <laughs> you get, like, crazy. You get crazies, and, and I don't know if they're, like, mental illness or they're on drugs or they're both or whatever. It's just people that float around, and you, I have to be very mindful. My security instinct is very, like, protect myself, protect my friends, protect those around me, that type of thing. It, whatever those type of people float around, that's my instinct. So yeah. there was this guy – he was, he was uh putting out fucking aggro, aggressive energy. Was this at a like, show? It was right after, outside of Rain Dogs. Okay. He actually had to, he got booted. He got booted from Rain Dogs like towards the end of the night. The the bartenders were putting the chairs, and he said something to somebody, and then he grabbed one of the cha- like the stools, you know, that are out front. Yeah. He like grabbed it and slammed it down. And he sat in it, and then the bartenders like, "Don't be keep bringing that fucking aggressive energy of You get the fuck out of here." And then he, he started you know, running in his mouth, and he, he walked off. So that guy was floating around the whole night. He just I don't know what his deal was, what he was on, but he, he was giving me this, like, uh, vibe. I didn't like it. So yeah. you know how we are after the show. We, we're shooting this shit. We're talking shop. So most of the people leaving, it's just me and Buck. And you know how Buck is. Buck will 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 – We'll talk shot for until the sun comes up and shit. Yeah, you know?
1: I we so, I I was the one who had to when we were doing our episode. I was like, all right, man. Well, we'll get you back on because we went like an hour forty, and I was like, all right, cool. Oh
0: yeah, dude. So we're talking this dude. Uh, got a friend with him who is his energy's way calmer, way calmer. But he goes and asks us if we can give him a ride to uh like. Bay Meadows, which is like 20 minutes out of the way for both of us. Yeah. And it's like, dude, no, it's no. He's like, I'll give you money. I, I think, bro, we're not, we're not, it's out of the way. Go find it. Get a taxi, dude. Like, yeah, if you've got money, good. call a
1: Lyft or an Uber or taxi. He's or shirtless.
0: Something. He's fucking shirtless too. He's shirtless and he's sweaty. Like, come on, man. I'm not fucking driving your sweaty shirtless ass anywhere. Like, and so <laughs> he's, didn't. It, it, now he's like he's like come on man he's being aggressive with it like i don't owe you shit bro like walk away and please like just please but and and i'm being more aggressive in my tone right now telling a story than i was talking to him i was like hey man just please. yeah you said you were being away.
1: really patient with him
0: super patient if you know me you know how quick the how quick the to the draw, I am on certain situations with certain yeah, people. Yeah, because
1: at that very same spot, Rain Dogs, we were in the back one time getting ready for a show, and a guy walked back there and was like, wasted. And he was like, hey, you guys do music back here? I I, I do music. And you immediately, like, that's all he said. And you were like, bro, not the time. Get the fuck out of here. And I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Bravo Fives in the building. Yeah. So, so that, like, that,
0: that particular night, or, or you know, a couple of nights ago, I, I didn't I didn't wake up and choose violence like I did that night. I was I was just I was just being me. I just wanted to, chill, you know, I had a, I had a, I had a bunch of good shows, good weekend, you know, chit chatting some ladies and stuff. So I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good headspace. And this dude's fucking pissing in my Cheerios and I'm not liking it. you know. I mean? Yeah. And so he he starts calling us names, calling us fat fucks and, and, you know, like, you know, pussies. And I'm like, dude, call me what you want as long as you call me that that way like keep yeah
1: walking. as long as you're walking yeah
0: and he i guess he's That at this point he's not happy that i'm he's not getting under my skin and he goes fucking pussies and now he's approaching me i go all right dude call me what you want but if you get in my space again it's not going to end well for you please yeah. just I'm, I'm i'm warning you right now and he takes a swing at me he connects with my cheek like brushes it and i step towards him he steps back and then my thing was just like I want to establish fear in him, and then hopefully he walks away. So yeah. no, he's he, now he's doing like Chun Li high kicks and shit from like Street Fighter. Like he's doing weird, he's doing weird kicks, and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude? Just get the fuck away from me!" And he he swings this time, and he connects like under my left eye.
1: Oh shit! And I'm
0: like, and I go, "Well, you know, I'm fucked up now." And he starts like, yeah, I'm "Fucked up now." We're now we're at you. The the listeners won't know, but you would know we are on the corner close to the street corner close to where that Wendy's is at. Yeah. They're in that roundabout. We're yeah. there. He starts backing up. I chase him down from there to fucking sunray, which is probably a hundred yards.
1: Yeah. More I than ran that. this dude.
0: I ran this dude the length of a football field at 285 plus pounds. Ran him down. I slammed up against the building. I uh I fucking I, I dropped a couple punches, maybe a forearm strike or two. I then I I uh, I'm like, calm the fuck down because I could feel him like he, he he scratched at me. I got a couple cuts or whatever. He scratched at me, and then I say like, calm down because I I didn't want to get off of him and then him try to sucker punch me again. Yeah, uh, so dad, he,
1: that's where the video so I, comes in as they started recording when you you were saying like, calm down. I'm gonna let you up, but you need to calm the fuck down.
0: Yeah, so like from my from my security experience, uh, there was no like, I I put them on the ground and then I let them up. Usually we cuffed them or we uh, neutralized the threat. Um, yeah, you know, not we didn't kill them. But we, yeah, we I was gonna say cut their throat sure.
1: and then walk away.
0: Yeah, yeah, we 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 fucking made sure that there was they were calm the fuck down. They weren't gonna fight, or we made sure that there was no more fright in them. Uh, and so this dude, I could feel I could feel his body tensing up. Like if I let him up, he's gonna spring up and try to kick me. Cause he yeah. was kicking me while like before the clip. It didn't show him like clawing at me and kicking me. Why have him in like a uncinched uh, 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 chokehold? Yeah, I didn't cinch it in. I just got him in like a loose, uh, like a loose, almost like a pro wrestling version of a chokehold. You know? And yeah, just I'm enough like, to him, like
1: bring him down, but not enough to actually hurt him. Hurt him.
0: Yeah. So I, I since he he was gonna keep fighting, and so I was like, calm down, calm down. Well, at this point now, I'm 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 uh cinching up the uh, chokehold, and I I uh, put old boy to sleep. I uh, I stood him night night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know what I don't, you. The only clip you saw was the one in the, the Chris Buck group. Yeah, I'll send you the full clip. Uh, okay. yeah, because uh, homie went night night, and um and then we we stayed around to make sure he wasn't dead, and then we left.
1: <laughs> so he was he was he ended up being okay like he got back up and
0: yeah the the, the other dude that but that other buddy of his that, that was, i feel was like a mediator like yeah. there's a in that clip you could see you can hear buck like hey don't touch him like t- telling the mediator dude don't don't touch me
1: he yeah buck
0: was gonna have to get involved yeah uh but no they do was just making sure that i didn't kill the dude you know, yeah
1: like that's so, okay so he was, ended up being I, alright.
0: Trying, I was just I, yeah, you'd have been all right. I just, I just made I didn't. I just wanted to establish, like, if I let you up, I don't want to get hit again because you're gonna get hit again. Like, it's yeah. not gonna, it's not gonna go well. And he's already. I mean, yeah, it was. I, I, I beat the shit out of the guy. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I want to. to make sure. I didn't. We, want, I
1: didn't. I know. And that's the thing is, I, I, one, I wanted to make sure because we're recording this and this is gonna come out that you didn't actually kill him, and then they're gonna be like showing up at your house like, uh, excuse me, but I also. It's weird because it's a situation where, and I've been with you in these kinds of situations where it's like, you're like, I don't want, and I'm the same way. It's like, I don't want to fight. I'm too old for this. Like, I don't want to do this. But if you push me to that point, it's not, it's not going to be good for anybody. Like somebody's going to get hurt and I don't want to do that. Either it's going to be you or it's going to be me because I'm uh, like, in my case, personal experience, like I'm a psycho. So I'm just going to keep going until somebody's not going anymore and whether it's me or you and it's like i don't want to do that anymore like i'm too old for that i haven't been in like an yeah. actual fight since jail it's like i don't want to do that shit anymore that was 10 years ago like i'm over this
0: yeah and i was i had a good night like like uh earlier tonight i went to another mic before that for those um, of
1: you listening we're recording this uh, marcus is via zoom from his phone
0: i uh earlier tonight i was at another mic another open mic and like like a a lady was flirting with me, like hitting on me and stuff. She was like, uh, you know. So I was like, I had a good night. I had two good sets. I had a a cute girl hit on me or whatever in her weird way, and I was just like hanging out with buddies. You know, I had pizza. I had pizza in my stomach. You know, I had two dudes come up to me after the set and like were like, dude, I had a shit week, but you were so funny. I had a I laughed for the first time in three months. Like I had that. I had that type of night. And then this dude happened, and I was like, "Come on, man!" You know, and, and, and just, it just—it just frustrates me because like that's our—that's our spot, that's our comedy room, that block. You know, we have the pizza shop, we have the bars. It's a neighborhood thing. I don't like that that type of guy exists in that room, in that area, because not all comics are like us. Not all yeah. comics have the ability to beat people's asses on the, on on a, on a whim if necessary. You know. We got, we got young lady comics, like wimpy, frail. I need therapy comics, like guys that don't know how to fight, you know? So it's, just- yeah.
1: And I know that's something you and I have talked about before, I think on this show, but like, we have yeah. some very not aggressive looking at all comics and they'll get on stage. And if they get heckled, they'll start talking shit. And then you and I look at each other. Like <laughs> if he starts a fight with this guy, it's our fight. Like he's not going to fight him. Like it's us. Yeah. So God can, damn it, man!
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so I, I mean, my thing is, I'm just that guy should be lucky that I'm not in better shape yeah, because right. I'm in fucking dog shit shape, and I I ran the equivalent of of end zone to end zone, and then it would be like if a if a fucking kick returner uh kicked a, a 101 yard fucking fi- uh uh punt return and then had a a dude in the end zone like. <laughs>
1: That's the that's best way to describe it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's like a you trained score athlete. And I then
1: have... someone comes up and punches you in the face. And it's like, I guess I'm fighting now.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, but that's even, it is still a trained athlete. I'm just a fucking fun uncle. That's full yeah. of pizza and red bull. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> uncle Marcus, why?
0: <laughs> because I had to, buddy. Uncle Marcus doesn't choose violence. Violence chooses Uncle Marcus.
1: Right? Yeah. God. So you, um. Uh, <laughs> Last time you were on the uh, previous episode, we were talking about uh, how you had started kind of dabbling in social drinking. And one thing because you really never drank before and you can go check out the last episode with Marcus to hear those stories. But yeah, you started dabbling in uh, social drinking, which was really um, benefiting, I I guess I want to say, or really opening you up as far as uh, flirtation and things like that, because you were just kind of letting loose, which you always did before, but you were kind of. A little more free of your inhibition so has anything yeah. has anything changed as far as that front as far as the the girlfriend or lady situation or anything like that now that you've been going out and touring so much and having a couple of uh, adult to, beverages
0: um i yeah i i i I, I, so, I know how to handle my liquor a little bit better like yeah, I, I didn't drink for a while
1: i wanted to i just want to throw this in here before you start talking about the story uh yeah for those of you listening, uh, Marcus, quickly, I'll, I'll recap this. Told a story when he was in Austin, had a, a, a few too many. And then was when women were walking by, he was like, hey, pretty mama. What's up, baby? Oh, I, was a, I,
0: was a, I was a sleazy dirtbag is what I heard. <laughs> I didn't like that. Uh, the title of that episode flirty, is but I, Sinning I, I, Only
1: I, Happens After Midnight or something like that. Sinning in the night. Uh,
0: the night. The night was made for sinning.
1: That's what it was. The night was made for sinning.
0: I should make a T-shirt. That's good shit. Uh, but like, but, but yeah, it was. I turned like that. I don't like that. Like, I like yeah. fun. I like fun. You know. Or if I'm hanging with a girl and she's aware that I'm gonna drink, till I turn into a sleazy dirtbag. Then so be it. Like, but like, random women. That's I don't know. I felt like a fucking uh, New Jersey construction worker. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, come here. You got nice. You nice know, girl, nice games, girl. Yeah, you know, you know. shots fired at that's, KP that's Burke. What happened that night? No, uh, <laughs> um, no, but uh, like I've been having like where I I just have like one drink where it loosens me loosens me up a little bit. I yeah. have met some uh, some pretty cool ladies in, on my like, travels. Like I did MegaCon, I met this this cool chick. Shout out to Alex. Uh, and then I I, I went to her later and I met like you know a couple couple cool cats. And so, um, like, Alex is going to come to some of my uh, South Florida shows. Oh, and so cool. we we plan on hanging in, like, you know, a couple, couple things, stuff like that. So, like, if I get weird, I already let her know, like, I may get a little weird. I,
1: yeah, give so, him the heads like, up. Yeah, I'm not
0: going to be, like, fucking – yeah, I'm not going to be Harvey Weinstein or anything, but I'm going to – I may be a little more fun in a – potentially questionable way, <laughs> you know, but like, that's, a that's, a, yeah. Like that's, a, that's a heads up, but like, I don't want to drink to where I'm like blackout. Um, I don't, I don't think I get angry. I, I don't, I've, I've, I've been uh, all forms of tipsy recently with different types of drinks in my system Yeah, and I, I haven't been angry. So that's a good
1: thing. Um, yeah. And that's actually, it's interesting. You say that because, um, I, you and I both outwardly express anger, very, very, uh, publicly, I get like, we wear our emotions on our sleeve. And normally yeah, when you think of people like that and you think like, Oh God, if you, if you got them drunk, they probably just snap, but it's actually, you know, since my last relapse, I, I've found in my case and what you're describing now, it's actually the opposite. Like a lot of times when I drink, I either want to just be by myself or I get like really bubbly. Like I'm like, like if I'm at a bar drinking, I'm very much like to almost annoying like that guy who's like yeah man like giving hugs and like dude i love you like you're so cool and like like obviously when i was younger and i was playing football and i'd get drunk i'd I'd start you know i'd try to get into fights and i've been you know but now that i'm older it's weird because i've seen people my age get drunk and all they want to do is like fight i used to have roommates like that where they'd get drunk and just like try to fist fight each other and i was just always like why are we doing like now that i'm older when i drink I am so quick to anger sober that it's funny when I when I before I got sober, when I would drink, I was like, I'd go far away from anger. Like I'd sit around and watch like burn notice by myself and like just laugh and drink and laugh. And it's like, which is so weird, because when you meet people like you and I, you just assume like, oh, if you put drinks in their system, they're just violent tanks like the juggernaut. But it's like, oh, no, like we're dancing and we're giggling and we're having a good time. And it's very much the opposite of that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I I, it, I that I'm excited about like hanging out and like drinking, especially especially one of the shows. Um, one of the shows I'm 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 doing uh I'm doing a whole weekend, so I got a hotel room. Okay, so I'm like, cool. I'm probably gonna get shit faced one of those shows. Like, like
1: <laughs>
0: I may not remember much type of thing. Um, I don't understand the whole fight. Like now, go not not to keep going back to the fight.
1: No, but, let's like, do after,
0: it after, but after the fight. Now I'm I'm on I'm the north side of uh, 35. I'm 36, going on 37 soon, and now mind you, I yeah I did a little bit of running and I beat I, I beat up a grown man and all that stuff, but like all I had was minimal injuries. But my knees got all scraped up. I'm super. I was like I'm still sore. It was this was a couple of nights ago. I'm, I'm super sore to the point now where I'm like I watched Die Hard differently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like. I used to be like, bullshit, he's just a regular guy. I'm like, regular guys can do, but I, But then now I'm thinking like, there should be like a follow-up movie to the Diehards where it's just him in recovery. Yeah, he's like just the like three months in-
1: after all the Yakamito <laughs> Tower stuff happens. I think that's what it was. Yakamoto Yacom- yeah. yeah, Tower.
0: Slowly getting off the couch, you know. It's just him like feeding his cat while he soaks his feet nice, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's hilarious. You uh, if you're not talking about the fight on stage, you need to. And then that needs to be in there yeah. because that's so funny because it's true. And like the cool thing is. um, Your body, I mean, I guess it's either like cool or horrific. Your body's like you're even if your brain thinks you can still do certain things, your body will tell you like, no, man, like th- that's uh, we're too old for that now. Like, it's OK. We're, we're just not going to do that anymore. So it's like a nice reminder as long as you don't get seriously hurt. It's like a nice re- like when you wake up and you're sore, it's a nice reminder of like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in my 30s now. Like, that's not <laughs> yeah. that's not how we play anymore, because and that happened to me. I, we do a weekly basketball game here, a bunch of comics in New York that I was fortunate. Jake had friend of the show um, invited me to start going to. And uh, it was funny because after the game, everyone was like, oh, this is your first game. You're going to be so sore like you don't even understand. And in my head, I'm like, I work out six days a week. Like, I don't think I'm going to be like that sore. But that was the thing was, so my muscles weren't sore, but my joints, because I don't do cardio. I don't do a lot of running and you're sprinting up and down a yeah. basketball court. So like my muscles themselves were fine. Like I wasn't achy or my muscles didn't hurt, but my joints were like, what the fuck was happening? So like my quads were fine, yeah. but my knees were like shot and my ankles oh, yeah. Like I could not walk on my ankles, and again, it's not because I was sore. It's not like I was like teetering around because of my muscles. It was because of my joints. I they were like, the shit, man. You're 230 pounds and you're 30, almost 34 years old. Like, stop running.
0: Yeah, like you don't even do an elliptical at the gym, bro. Yeah, what,
1: what are you doing? <laughs> so it's, it's. I, I love yeah. that. I watched Die Hard. That'll be the title of the episode. I watched yeah, Die so, Hard differently so- now.
0: I mean, so you can only imagine what my body was experienced. Like, your body's like, you can kind of do, you can do a little bit, you know, you you, you work out. My body's like, dude, you just watch TV and eat pizza. (laughs) You're not even equipped for breathing properly. All right. (laughs) Like, Like, come on, man. You're going to foot race a dude and then fight him. Come on. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's that's truly a oh, come shit. on moment. Come on now. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Shit. That was this is oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah,
0: I'm going to I'm going to tell you one more story. Yeah, I, go I'm ahead. Gonna, yeah. I, one, more, one more story. This happened. this, this is very recent. Uh, so the backstory, I got to tell a little backstory as to why this sh- situation happened. Yeah. So uh, I got to a conversation with a lady friend and she was asking me about like, uh, like, you do a lot of road trips, like how do you keep from being tired? And then I was just like, I don't know, Red Bulls and rest stops, I take a shit and go to Bucky's or something like that, you know, that type of thing. And I was like, that's it? And, I, and I'm like, I was like, oh, you want all my secrets? And I, I I, don't know why I decided this would be a good thing to tell her, but oh, no. I told her about every once in a while in an emergency, yeah, every once in a while in an emergency, I'll, I'll, I'll edge, I'll um, you know, I'll, I'll I'll start churning the butter, but I won't make the butter. You know what I mean?
1: Yo, yeah, and I know exactly what you like mean. Our because relationship- you and I have talked about this before. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Now, now that for those listening, I was I wasn't trying to me to myself. <laughs> I our friendship with this, my friendship with this particular girl is like that. We can talk about those type of things. Yeah, you're comfortable bit, enough with each other,
1: and it's not. Yeah,
0: yeah. To the point, to the point where. Uh, now Which is actually i don't mean almost- to interrupt
1: you but it's actually a good thing in a situation where it's like you don't think of her as male or female she's just a friend and you would tell any of your friends the story because i'm your friend and you've told me these stories so it's not so yeah. i i, I want to just make that like it's it's almost one of those things where it's like it doesn't matter that she's a girl it doesn't matter if it's a dude like i i tell my friends this story and she's a friend so i told her this story so just to clarify
0: yeah, Sometimes sometimes that's frustrating and it kind of stings a little bit when you like you feel like you can't be completely with yourself with people that you would consider friends. That's yeah. that's a, kind of a bummer. Well, but we like, talked so, about
1: that before with certain people yeah. that we know where it's like you say certain things and they like freak out and it's like, Oh, I thought I thought we were all on the, the same page. Like nothing offensive, but yeah. it's just like they don't they don't like they don't understand that we're comics and we're talking shit and dicking around and they get kind of like, Oh, what? And you're like Oh, so we're not on the same page then,
0: yeah, because then, then, it, then it villainizes you when you weren't trying to be weird, you were yeah, just, just opening talking, up shit. Them. yeah, yeah. But so, so this particular friend has now teased me on road trips about, um, like, oh, what do you do? You edge it? And I'm like, oh, come on, every time now, like, so yeah. every
1: time you're in the car and driving, they'll text you that,
0: yeah, yeah, like, what do you do? Edging, you're like, and so. This particular night, I don't know if maybe this particular friend was either uh, feeling a little randy or was maybe had a little drinky, so the the teasing turned into uh, teasing.
1: Like, oh like, wow,
0: yeah, it started getting kind of it kind of started getting kind of steamy, and I was like, oh shit, um, I was I was like, well, I, I, let me go stop at this rest stop because I'm feeling a little randy myself. It was like. It was like real late. It was real late. I'm like, there's no one, no one going to be in this rest stop. I go pull over to this rest stop on I-10 in Florida, and I go in there, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, you know, I'm, like I'm going to crank one out in the fucking rest stop. Yeah. And, while, like, I'm getting started, and then I hear a clank, clank, clank. Someone's knocking, against, like, something against the wall while I was going, is anyone in there? And I'm like, oh, shit, I got busted.
1: Oh, my God, and, really?
0: No, this is what happened. I go, there's someone in there. I'm taking a shit. You know, like I yelled it out and he goes, good. Stay in there. I uh, don't leave the, don't leave the bathroom. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And he goes, water moccasins.
1: What the fuck?
0: So I was walking into, I was walking into the restroom to go like, take care of this situation. And I saw this custodial guy emptying trash cans well, he told me later after he wrangled as many as he possibly could. After he told me, it's all clear now. Mind you, like before he came back to let me know it's all clear. I'm standing on a fucking toilet for like a, almost an hour because
1: oh my I don't God. know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know like the behaviors and climbing patterns of water moccasins.
1: Yeah, and they're de- <laughs> they'll kill they're you like- if they bite you. You're dead.
0: Yeah, they're they're well, they're, they're fucking aggressive. I yeah, I had and they're one super and venomous. It, yeah, and they're fight. So, so he comes back out. He comes. And he goes. Hey, man, I got most of them. I'm like huh? most of them, I want to hear all of them. What the fuck? Yeah. I now, by the way, I stopped jerking off. I wasn't like jerking off this whole uh, So I don't think you so had to say that. Gets, I think
1: we assumed that.
0: Yeah, I just needed a good soundbite. Yeah, get that out there. <laughs> no, um. So he he's like I think the coast is clear. I got most of them. Like ah I don't like the sound of that. And so I I I I get out of the stall and he goes you are in the stall the whole time. I'm like where'd you want me to go? Like there's no yeah. way. it's just that stall and a couple sinks you know and, and urinals. And so I go what happened? He goes I was cleaning the trash can receptacle, and I heard a hissing noise, uh, and apparently in the bottom of the trash bag. They, they were in there and they bit through it or something like when he, when he, I guess when he brought the bag out of it, cut it open and he saw a whole family of it, He's like, I counted about five of them. Cause he had, a, he had a flashlight. I guess so they could see their eyes good. Yeah. Like venomous venomous snakes have like some type of like lens or something that would like, yeah, LAP, they've got the,
1: yeah. It, um, so they've got most venomous snakes have the, the, the single, like almost cat eye stripe that kind of goes down. Instead of so like if it's a non venomous steak it'll be round if it's a venomous steak it's like a it's like that line and I mean not always but that's a good indicator.
0: Yeah, usually some about pit vipers. Now, so it was I was like, all right. Well, he goes, I got I got three of the big motherfuckers, but like two of the little bit two of the little some bitches are running around somewhere. He goes, you shouldn't worry too much. I got a flashlight. I'll walk you to the car if you need me. And I was like, can you? And I was like, this is such a role reversal.
1: This is so weird.
0: Of, yeah. It's I I <laughs> I had a I had a grown man with four and a half teeth walk me to my car <laughs> like I was normally, a prom date.
1: so normally you're the one walking people to their car, A. And B, the fact that like in your head you're getting walked to your car and all I would be thinking is, I was just jerking off. Like this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Like now I'm hanging out with this old guy.
0: It was like it felt like Catholic shame, though, because it was like if I had just not did the sin, I wouldn't be in this predicament where I'm 55 minutes in a
1: fucking. How many times how many times do we say to ourselves, see whether it's a horrible show or you're on stage and you're bombing, like in my case and like shit like that. And then just in my head, I'm just thinking like, if I would have just fucking finished or like if I would have just fucking gone to law school, like I was planning on when I first got to college, <laughs> none of this would have fucking yeah. happened. If it's I would a, have just never a, picked up that drink when I was 17, none of this would have happened.
0: Yeah. And it, it was it was it such it was it was kind of like how the fight the fight night was. I I did a show in, in Tallahassee, it had a great set. About, uh, I had a, a sketch artist draw me while I yeah was, I saw that on that was cool stage yeah you know? and so I had this good set and then I had like a lady friend sending me kind of some some some, uh, some some nasty thoughts and I was like this is a great night man I mean, it was great and then I'm like oh shit my board moccasins yeah
1: you, know? I, you might die
0: <laughs> so, yeah God. and so yeah so like. I'm like, oh man, now I'm like I'm kind of nervous. I'm like, oh man, if the night starts out too great, I'm like, oh what the hell now? Yeah, you're I'm always gonna, gonna have, have, to have your head on a library. swivel
1: for that. Yeah. <laughs> the John mclean of comedy.
0: Oh, dude, yeah.
1: <laughs> You'd be
0: uh you keepy kind caddy, of motherfuckers. Come on now. Yeah, come on.
1: Oh man, I'm glad you <laughs> said that story for the end. That was hilarious. Uh Plug yeah. everything one more time. Uh, your social media, your podcast, all that.
0: Okay. Uh, my podcast is Philosophy, uh, with me and Dan Vinci.
1: Friend uh, of the show, Dan Vinci.
0: Hell yeah. Great guy. Uh, and then, um, my social media is pretty much Marcus Crespo Besto on most of it. If not Marcus Crespo Besto, it's M Crespo Besto. And then Marcus Crespo, obviously, on Facebook. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, man.
1: Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. You know, I love you. It's always fun catching up. I'm glad we got to do it for the okay, listeners. Yeah, dude. Uh, okay,
0: dude.
1: Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, of course, you can follow me on all social media at Brennan T Comedy. Brennan T Comedy on all, uh, excuse me, Brennan T I have upcoming dates. October 7th. I will be, excuse me, October 6th. I'll be at Broadway Comedy Club with Joe Kimmel. And then October 17th, I will be doing a Saturday night show at Broadway Comedy Club, big audition night. That's the big show that's going to determine whether I am past there or not. So if anybody's going to come to anything, come to that one. And again, October 7th at seven o'clock with Joe Kimmel. That's a Thursday. Uh, Check out the Patreon. And thank you all so much for listening. We'll talk to you all next week. Perfect.